This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Monday, September 24th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. U.S., China entrenched further in trade war. Almonds and cherries get trade aid. And Purdue in North Carolina to see Florence aftermath. U.S. and China are digging deeper into the trade war. U.S. and China both claiming that the trade war is hurting the other side more as tariffs continue to escalate. New rounds of tariffs thrown by both sides, $200 billion by the U.S., $60 billion by the Chinese, going to effect today, and President Donald Trump has already promised to hit the Chinese with more. If Trump follows through with the promised $256 billion worth of tariffs, the U.S. will be effectively taxing all imports of Chinese goods. USDA Secretary Sonny Perdue told AgriPulse in a recent interview, I think they are frankly more concerned about the long-term effect on their economy than we are. Meanwhile, government-run news outlets in China continue to run stories focused on the pain that tariffs are causing U.S. exporters and importers that depend on Chinese suppliers and buyers. The state-run China Daily posted a cartoon depicting Trump with swollen and bruised hands as he juggles spiked baseball bats that are labeled tariffs in English and Chinese. A planned summit for D.C. for negotiators had provided some hope for progress in ending the conflict, but that's been canceled according to the Wall Street Journal's reports. Nothing the U.S. has done has given any impression of sincerity and goodwill, the journal quoted Chinese Foreign Ministry spokesman Jen Shang saying on Friday, we hope that the U.S. side will take measures to correct its mistakes. Almonds and cherries get trade aid. Almond and cherry farmers have been some of the producers hit hardest by Chinese tariffs in the ongoing trade war. Now the USDA's Farm Service Agency is confirming that they will get payments under the Market Facilitation Program, the MFP. MFP is just one of the three components of the $6.3 billion trade assistance package to help producers cope with the loss of markets in China, Mexico, Turkey, Canada, and other countries that have hit the U.S. with retaliatory tariffs this year. The White House has authorized $12 billion for the program, but a decision on the rest of the spending won't be made until December. Cherries and almonds were noted when the program was unveiled in August, but USDA said then it had not yet decided how farmers would be compensated. Almond growers will get direct payments of $0.03 a pound on half of their total production. Cherry farmers will get $0.16 a pound. China is now levying a 50% tariff on U.S. cherries. That's a combination of the 25% tariff in April to retaliate against U.S. steel and aluminum tariffs and another 25% tariff to retaliate against more U.S. tariffs to punish China for intellectual property theft. A payment would be welcome, but I don't know if it's the solution, says Todd Fox, a cherry farmer from Shelby, Michigan, he spoke with AgriPulse. He said, we're producing below the cost of production now, and no trade wars are good. China bought about $500 million worth of U.S. almonds in the 2016-17 marketing year, and the new tariffs, 40% on top of a pre-existing 10% base tax, hurting exports, according to the Almond Alliance of California. 
the group said in a statement released on Friday. While the mitigation incentives are helpful, they will not begin to approach the anticipated economic losses and long-term impact these retaliatory tariffs will have on the industry's trade relationships and the considerable investments made over the years to create market demand in China and Turkey. Purdue heads to North Carolina in aftermath of Florence. USDA Chief Sonny Perdue is in North Carolina today touring the damage left in the wake of Hurricane Florence. Together with Agriculture Commissioner Steve Troxler and Governor Roy Cooper, Purdue will get an aerial tour of the farms and livestock operations that took beatings from the flooding and intense rains of the storm before meeting with producers. Teams of officials from the USDA's Natural Resources Conservation Service and other agencies are already in the Carolinas helping with cleanup and restoration efforts such as livestock carcass disposal. Tobacco and cotton crops were hit especially hard by Florence. ESA comment period ending today. The public comment period ends tonight on three proposals from the Fish and Wildlife Service and the National Marine Fisheries Service to change the way they implement the Endangered Species Act. The proposals would alter key sections of the ESA dealing with listing, critical habitat, interagency consultation, and the treatment of threatened species. Farm workers gain legal victory. A federal judge has blocked a North Carolina law passed last year to make it more difficult for farm workers to organize and bargain collectively in the state. Adopting recommendations of a federal magistrate judge, U.S. District Judge Loretta C. Biggs issued an injunction prohibiting implementation of a law which would invalidate dues-paying arrangements that the Farm Labor Organizing Committee had used to collect dues from members. Biggs also agreed that the North Carolina Farm Bureau Federation should not be allowed to intervene in the case. The magistrate judge had found that the Bureau's interests were adequately represented by the state. Mary Bauer, deputy legal director of the Southern Poverty Law Center, called the decision a victory for North Carolina's farm workers and their right to organize and bargain for fair working conditions as guaranteed in the Constitution. Stabenow leans on farm support in re-election bid. It's not about Democrats or Republicans. It's about Senator Debbie Stabenow's support of Michigan farmers. That's a key message in a new TV ad for the re-election of the Michigan Democrat, who is also the ranking member of the Senate Ag Committee. Jim May, a Republican and president of the Kent County Farm Bureau, Dennis Engelhard, a dry bean farmer, Ken Nobilis, a dairy farmer, and Julia Rothwell, an apple farmer, all praise Stabenow in the 30-second ad. In the ad, Engelhard says she knows that one of every four jobs in Michigan is related to agriculture. Well, here's today's They Said It. Thanks, AMS, for your excellent customer service. That was Eggland's best in a tweet to help celebrate 30 billion eggs certified by inspectors at the USDA's Agricultural Marketing Service. Well, that's Daybreak for this Monday, September 24th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkins & Miller and by Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Kelly.